I was sexually abused. I was raped. I started using drugs at the age of 15. I was molested as a child. I was an alcoholic. I tried meth for the first time at 12. I was a compulsive alcoholic. Um, I lost my kidney smoking crack. Hey everybody, this is Pastor Joy, and welcome to Her Addiction Podcast. We are so excited you guys decided to join us today. You are in for a treat. So I want to go ahead and get started because I have an amazing word that the Lord wants me to share with you today. So I am going to be reading from the book of Ruth. Um, and if anybody knows about Ruth, I'm going to give you a little backstory just so we can kind of get to the part where we need to be. So Ruth is in the Old Testament. It's about four chapters, a very small book of the Bible. Ruth was the daughter-in-law of Naomi. So Naomi and Elimelech were married, and they lived in the land of Bethlehem, the house of bread. There was a big famine in the land, and Elimelech decided to move his family to the land of Moab. He heard there was food in Moab, so he packed up all their stuff, he took his two sons, and he took Naomi, which was his wife, and all of them moved to the land of Moab. So in Moab, Elimelech ended up dying. Yeah, tragic. Not good. So Naomi was left a widow and her two sons and, and their two wives. Well, then the two sons died. And this is like long story short. You can have to go, you know, read it for yourself, but... The two sons ended up dying. So back then, obviously, as a woman, you know, the, it was a big deal to lose your husband. Because basically, if you didn't have a husband, you you kind of were just kind of just left on your own, unfortunately. But Naomi, once Elimelech died, she had her two sons that would kind of fill in the gap for their dad. Well, the two sons died. So that left Naomi literally with nothing. So Naomi was obviously pretty upset. So it's just her and her two, her two daughter-in-laws, Orpah and Ruth. And so Naomi, they were in the land of Moab. You know, that's not where they were from. It was a foreign land. Um, her husband had moved in there. There was food there. And so Naomi just decided, you know, this is crazy. We need to do something different. So that's where we're kind of, kind of going to pick up. I'm going to read um, a small little verse, and then I want to talk to you guys today about clinging to Jesus. Um, so it says in Ruth 1, verse 6, we're going to pick up from 6. It says, then she, meaning Naomi, arose with her daughter-in-laws to return from the country of Moab, for she heard in the fields of Moab that the Lord had visited his people and given them food. So basically, Naomi decided to go back. You know what I'm saying? She's like, okay, this is, this is, we're, we're done with this. So Naomi decided, she's like, we're done. So it says that they they arose to return from the country of Moab, for she heard in the fields of Moab that the Lord had visited his people and given them food. So she set out from that place where she was with her two daughter-in-laws, and they went to return to the land of Judah. So thank God Naomi was a woman of wisdom. She's like, we're done with Moab. There's been nothing but pain and heartache and, and death in Moab. We're going back to the house of bread. We're going back to the land of Judah. We're going back to our home. But Naomi said to her two daughter-in-laws, Go, return each of you to her mother's house. May the Lord deal kindly with you as you have dealt with the dead and with me. The Lord grant you 
that you may find rest, each of you in the house of the husband. Then she kissed them, and they lifted up their voices and wept. So she's basically like, listen, I don't have anything, you know, going for myself. My kids are dead. My husband's dead. But y'all are so young. Y'all need to go back to your mother's house and find new husbands. You know, just just go. I'm going to jump down a little bit. So basically the daughter-in-laws looked at her and they were like, no, we will return with you to your people. And they're like, we're not going anywhere. And Ruth and Orpah were like, we're staying. Naomi's like, no, I can't have any more kids. I'm old of age. My husband's dead. Your husbands are dead. You know, you need to return back to your mother's home. And they looked at her and they were like, no. And she's like, well, I can't have any more kids, you know, you don't have anybody to marry. And so the Bible says, we're going to jump down a little bit to verse 13. It says, would you therefore wait till they were grown? She's saying, okay, if I even have kids, what are you going to do? Wait around until my kids are grown for you guys to marry them? And they were. she's like, no, my daughters, for it is exceedingly bitter to me for, you, for your sake that the hand of the Lord has gone out against me. And this is the part that I love. Verse 14, it says, then they lifted up their voices and wept again. And Orpah kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth clung to her. And go down to verse 15, it says, And she said, See, your sister-in-law has gone back to her people and her gods. Return after your sister-in-law. So Naomi's like, Listen, Orpah is leaving. You need to leave too. Like, look what your sister-in-law is doing. You need to follow in her footsteps. And Ruth is like, No, I'm clinging to you, Naomi. And the Bible says, But Ruth said, do not urge me to leave you or to return from following you. For where you go, I will go. And where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die and there I will be buried. May the Lord do so to me and more also if anything but death parts me from you. And when Naomi saw that she was determined to go with her, she said no more. Friends, I absolutely love this story. It is jam-packed rich with revelation and the things of God. But I just want to keen in on that sweet little verse in verse 15 where it says that instead of kissing her mother-in-law and leaving like Orpah did, Ruth clung to her. And so, really, Naomi is just a picture of Christ. You know, the word Naomi actually means pleasant, delightful, and lovely. So I love how in spite of everything that was happening around Ruth and her circumstances and her husband's dead, her father-in-law is dead, you know, her, her brother-in-law is dead, her mother-in-law is basically depressed and she doesn't really have anything to offer her. In spite of all of that, I love how Ruth just decided to cling to the things that were delightful, cling to the things that were pleasant, cling to the things that were lovely in her life. And OMG. She received a reward. So I just want to encourage y'all today, in spite of everything you have going on, whether it be financial, you know, disparity, whether it be your children that are not walking with the Lord, whether it be you that you're just kind of just stuck in addiction or you're just stuck in this life control and lifestyle that's just sucking the very life out of you, whatever it is, cling to Jesus. Take note from what Naomi, I mean, what from what Ruth did in her life and just Hold on to the very thing in your life that can be your breakthrough. I want to encourage you from the word of God because the scriptures are really 
active and alive. And so in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 10, verse 20, it says, You shall fear the Lord your God. You shall serve him and cling to him, and you shall swear by his name. Joshua 23, 8. But you are to cling to the Lord your God as you have done this very day. Jeremiah 13:11 For as the waistband clings to the waist of a man I love this so I made the whole household of Israel and the whole household of Judah cling to me declares the Lord that they might be for me a people for renown for praise and for glory Oh my gosh cling to Jesus my friends cling to the very thing in your life that has substance and even if you don't have Jesus in your life there is hope the Bible says that for all those who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And so if you have never accepted Jesus into your heart, today is a day of salvation. You can do that today. And I'll pray with you at the end of this podcast and that you just receive the Lord into your heart. But we want to take note, like the book of Ruth says, and we want to cling to Jesus. Everything else is blowing up around her. And right now, we know, especially in 2020, with COVID and with all of the racial injustices, with all the protests, the election coming up, and all the craziness that surrounds us in life, we can either be Orpa and, you know, okay, well, Naomi, I love you. Well, that was a good run. Love you. I'm just going to go this way because, yeah, this is this is not going to work. We can focus on all the negative things in our lives and all the thing, all, all the lack, really. Because that's what it was. It was lack. They didn't have any food. They didn't have a husband. You know, they didn't have provision and things like that. They focused a lot on the negative or the lack that was in their lives. But Ruth, Ruth decided to focus on what she did have before her. Ruth had eyes to see. Her perspective was completely different from Orba's. Ruth looked at Naomi and knew that she just had to stay. It was something in her that she couldn't leave. She said, your God is going to be my God. Where you go, I'll go. Where you lodge, I'll lodge. And where you die, I'm going to die there too. What an amazing testimony for what Ruth did. And really, I have these notes from Pastor Karen Boudreaux, and it says that Ruth is a picture of a person in the crossroads of life who chooses to stop dead in their tracks, turn from their old way of life, and who begins to travel down a new road. She is a picture of a person who chooses to deny their old life of the flesh and who now begins to live a life in the spirit. This is a picture of salvation, my friends. This is a picture of repentance. And repentance is when you change your mind. It means to change your direction. Repentance is how you get from point A to point B. In essence, Ruth was saying, Lord, I don't know what's ahead, but I'm ready to go. Clinging only to you. Ruth chose the costly course of commitment, and it led to a new time and a new place. My friends, I want you to be encouraged. I want you to cling to the very thing that matters in your life. Cling to all the things that you do have, all the positive things in your life. Let's focus on that, my friends, because the world is blowing up all around us and it could be so easy to get distracted. And so even if you do not have Jesus in your life and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't have, I've never accepted Christ. I'm not even walking with the Lord. I don't, there's nothing that I can cling to. Well, there is hope in Christ Jesus. Jesus died on the cross for your sins over 2,000 years ago. And there is hope for the moment that you are facing right now. So I want to lead you in a prayer. And if you've never prayed this prayer before, just let it be sincere in your heart. 
and you just believe that what Jesus did, all these things that we talk about all the time. Oh, you know, all the times you heard Jesus died for your sins, Jesus died for your sins. That basically means that every single decision that you've ever made up until this point is being covered by the blood of Jesus and what he did on the cross and his crucifixion over 2,000 years ago. And all you have to do is believe with your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and repent of your ways and Christ comes to live inside your heart. So I want to pray with you. And so you just, from the deep parts of your heart, just repeat after me. Dear Lord Jesus, forgive me for my sins. Wash away all of the negative things that I've ever done. All the things that I've done wrong to you and to others. Just remove all the sin. Forgive me of my sin, Lord God. Whether it be seen or unseen. Whether it be heard or unheard. Whether it be known or unknown. God, I accept you as Lord over my life. Make me a brand new person. And renew a righteous and steadfast spirit within me. Give me a passion for the loss, and a hunger for the things of God. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. And guess what? Congratulations, my friends. If you just pray that prayer, you are now a child of God, and you receive Christ into your heart. And we would love to connect with you. If you need a place that you're looking to get out of your addiction, or if you know a family member, or even a friend that's struggling with addiction, we have beds available here at Mary Song. You just go to our website, marysong.net, and fill out an application. Or we would love to connect with you. Email us at marysong at vfellow.net, and we would love to connect with you. You guys have a blessed day. Have a blessed week. And hopefully we will hear from you and be blessed. Bye-bye. I am redeemed. I've been set free, and he who the sun sets free is free indeed. Now I have hope in the future. I'm a child of God. I'm loved. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I am more than a conqueror by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. 